0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. We just got, a few days ago, one of the worst sports takes on anything. One of the worst I've heard since probably anybody that says anything about LeBron James that is positive or that he's better than Michael Jordan. This has to be one of the worst. We got one of the worst takes I've ever heard coming from people who have probably never played football or anything else, but we're going to talk about that take today. Make sure we hit the like button and the subscribe button on the YouTube channel, Follow me at Coach underscore Steve72 on Twitter. Uh, Leave a comment in the comment section down below. Follow it, rate it, especially on iTunes and Apple. Uh, It helps get the podcast out there. Uh, Appreciate everybody that watches and listens and does that for me. Uh, So we got a sports take from some show, I believe, called Maggie and Perloff or whatever the show is. It's some... daily sports show from cbs sports now i have never heard of it until this take so they're going to get a lot of clicks a lot of looks because of this take so maybe that's why this take was put out there um i never heard of them apparently it's a popular one i know uh the likes of pat mcafee said that they watch it and everything i never heard of it so it was the first i saw this and it's a sports show. They talk about all these sports. They talk about they have their takes and everything. And just like this podcast, we have takes. And I try to do coaching things. I try to look at it from a coaching perspective, especially with football and basketball and mainly football, but look at it from a sports side. One thing that bothers me. Now, I'm not saying I know everything. I am far from knowing everything. You know, oh, that's shocking to people. You know, sometimes I act like I know what I'm talking about you, there's a certain way if you're confident in what you're saying. But then if you get proven wrong, you have to be able to take that. And I've been proven wrong many of times in things in life and sports. We have to understand that. But I also sometimes go out of my lane like we all do. We kind of go out of our lane a little bit. We steer off the road. We start taking an exit we're not supposed to take. But I always try to stay in my lane of my knowledge I always try to bring a little different look, and that's why I like this podcast and this show, because we, we go that way. But when people go way far off out of their lane to talk about something they don't really know about, that's where we start to have issues, but that's been forever. That's these people at ESPN that you don't trust anymore because they flip flop and go back and forth. It's become very political. Listen to you know people like on Fox Sports, same thing. It's really hard to find authentic where they don't flip flop and they're very uh, authentic. But that's why people gravitate towards a Pat McAfee and they gravitate towards that because not everybody on that show has played football and NFL, but he has. And his friends, who are his co-hosts, really help with the conversation. They bring a perspective of they didn't play in the NFL, they didn't play this, they didn't do this, they bring that outside perspective that we all have, and then Pat McAfee and the people they talk to bring it all back together. And that's why I'm very fortunate sometimes to, or not even sometimes, very fortunate all the time where these college coaches or these other big-time coaches can come on and really make me think differently. And that's why when I try to give a college football take, I'll give my outside fan perspective, outside looking in perspective, but we're not there. We're not in the facilities. We're not there for practice. We're not there from game planning. I can only bring in a certain perspective of my high school coaching conversation I've had from high, from college coaches, all those things. And I know I've gone out of my lane. I know I've really on purpose went out there or I've said dumb things. But I've always tried to stay in my knowledgeable lane when it comes to football and position. So when it comes to quarterback play, my limited knowledge, I try to stay in my lane what I know and then try to give thoughts of maybe why this is happening, this is happening, linebackers, defenses, offensive, offensive line. Try to stay in that knowledgeable lane of what I know versus what I don't know. But then if I say things I don't know, I try to say I don't know. I try to say this, and I try to stay in my lane. But I feel like I have more of a reason, uh, I don't know, entitled, you know, I don't know what the right word is for this, but I feel like I have more of a right to say certain things than some of these people that have these sports shows because maybe they played high school football, I did too, but then if they don't coach it, then you're limited on what you know. Because when you're getting coached, do you really remember absolutely everything you got coached on? Do you remember absolutely everything? Do you even know? Some people don't even know what scheme they ran in high school. That's where, you know, or or they might understand the name of it because we got wing tees, we got air raid, we've got option. You think you understand it and you have to really go out and coach and experience and understand what you're doing and everything. And these people that do these sports shows either never played the sport or that's their content where they played but they don't coach and they don't go out and research. So these people at these sports shows feel like they know it all. And that's where this thing came from on ESPN um, with uh, Mina, I believe her name is, where she's talking about Jimmy G and I don't agree that she knows, you know, I don't agree with the take on Jimmy G. And then you've got people saying she doesn't know football and everything else. And I'm not saying these people don't know football and don't know basketball. You can watch it as a fan and observe and talk to people like I do and get information. But... Can you relate to that information? It's one thing to get told things and look at it. But when they watch a game, when they're watching this, are they actually watching Scheme? Do they think about practice? They question why they do these things. And so they think they know absolutely everything. They think they absolutely know the insides and outs. They know the basics. And knowing the basics helps them with their job at ESPN. It helps with at Fox Sports. It helps with these fantasy shows. And that's great. They're making the money. It's frustrating because I feel like I could do their job. So it is frustrating, but so they feel like they can say those things. But then we come across very ignorant statements and things that are stupid. So on this Maggie Perloff show that I never heard of, I saw someone shared the video and I saw it. And it's it, it really, I got fired up. I got fired up. And it says, tell me you know nothing about football without telling me you know nothing about football. And this tell when you see a take like this, it makes you wonder what do they really know and or lack thereof that they don't know anything about football. I'm not going to share the video clip because audio rights and all that. So on the video screen, you're going to see the tweet, and I'm going to read it. So it's Maggie and Perloff, whatever it is. Here's the quote because they were discussing the left tackle for the Dallas Cowboys, like tore his whole hamstring off the bone. So now they have to replace an offensive lineman at left tackle, which is very important the highest paid lineman's and like the lineman on the line. So here was the quote that was said. The video gives a lot more context, but the, when you have the whole context, it still boils down to this. One good thing about offensive linemen, it doesn't take you a long time to get acclimated. You're pushing guys around. I really think an old lineman doesn't need a month to get acclimated to a new team. I think they only need a week or two. And this was the short one. They go on to say, this Maggie or whoever goes on to say, they're not skilled positions. They're just pushing people around. Um, It doesn't take a long time to, to go play an offensive line. They're not a skilled position to learn everything, to do anything. And this really tells me that you don't know anything about football or you really don't know anything about offensive linemen. So to have a stupid take like this is me telling you to stop talking about offensive linemen and never bring it up again. Sports shows should almost require podcasting, ESPN. They should require an old pro or college somebody that played offensive line or coached offensive line a part of this so they can understand it in the booths when they're talking – you know, instead of having two people there, they need to have three in that third person. Offer to pay these guys a lot of money to get an offensive lineman up there who played, coached up there to give the take. Because this is stupid. Offensive linemen are your skilled positions. Offensive linemen is probably one, if not the most difficult position to play. Because you have to know everything. The entire run game, the quarterback has to know, but the linemen have to know. They have to know how to block it against each and every front. They have to understand when things move. They have to understand pass blocking, when to pass this off, when to communicate. And this thing, you're just pushing people around. That tells me you don't understand scheme. And scheme is all over. If you go power and it's power right, most likely universal, everybody's different, but it's usually a gap down backer. So you have to downwash them. But you're not just moving people. How do you get in front of them? How do you try to move them? Cool. You're running inside zone or mid zone. You have to double team people. So you have to communicate. You have to use the proper footwork to push them vertically. You have to understand that you start off covered and then when they slant away, you're uncovered. Now you have to use different mechanics to get to a linebacker, which is more difficult. Do they understand that offensive linemen are skilled positions because especially in the NFL? They're not fat guys. They're like if you're if you guys have ever watched Eddie Hall and the world's strongest man, they're not fat. They're lifting. They're strong. They're just thick. That's what NFL offensive linemen are. Some run 47 to 5 40 times. 47 40s for them is is fast. They are athletic guys. They have to use mechanics to get their hips to even try to attempt to block somebody. Then on certain run schemes, you have to push them vertically or horizontally and then vertically and all that stuff. They have to be able to pull, move, hit. There is a ton that goes on down there. And to say it doesn't take a month to get acclimated. I just was having a conversation today with a coach. As an offensive line As an offensive line coach, you want the same starting five as much as possible in the same spots. Because they have to know how to communicate together. They don't have to work as a unison. All five guys doing their job, which makes fist. My buddies do fist football here in Illinois to train high school offensive linemen. That's where they got that from. All five have to work in unison. When one of them doesn't, it breaks everything down. So when they're not working in unison, when they're not... Communicating We're not communicating with the running back and quarterback about everything. It doesn't work. Offensive linemen go down by themselves in practice all the time. I guarantee it's universal. They go to the end zone. They go to this corner. They are on their own. Offensive line coaches and the offensive linemen, they have their own world. They have their own communication. They have their own language. It's the most difficult thing to do. The mechanics of it. The blocking of it, hand placement, maybe shoulder placement, double teaming, fold blocking, kickouts, trapping, all this stuff. A lot goes into it. Into a month to get acclimated, you have to be able to trust the guys lined up with you. You start subbing guys out, it doesn't work. It doesn't always flow together. They need time to practice together, communicate together, understand what they can do, understand what they know. It's harder to play than a wide receiver position. You should call, that's not even a skill position, offensive lineman skill position, the amount of skills they have to have, the amount of mechanics they have to have. Wide receivers, hmm, you got to run, you got to do this little move, catch the freaking ball. It's all difficult, not saying any of it's easy, but when you break it down, it's one of the hardest, if not the hardest, positions to play offensive line. So this type of take right here, and I've kept the picture up here this whole time, Because it pisses me off to read something like this when people that never played offensive line, never coached offensive line, maybe never played football. I don't even know if these people played sports. And they get paid a lot of money to have a stupid take like this. Just sends it to another level. Just extends it to another level. Don't talk about things that you have no idea what you're talking about. And I will tag them in this podcast. I will tag them on this. They'll never see it because they are big time. They're way bigger than me. They make way more money than me. Show is millions of times way more popular than this. But this take right here is stupid. Then they said they're friends with offensive linemen who play in the NFL. Those guys better bring the wrath of God down on the show and say, are you kidding me? It takes more than a month to get acclimated to a team for anybody. It's not just pushing people around. Like, people do not have the appreciation for the offensive line. There's a reason why quarterbacks buy their offensive linemen stuff. There's a reason why running backs do the same thing. That's one of the most important, if not the most important position. Quarterbacks get paid all the money, blah, blah. But those are the guys up front that really matter. You've got to take care of those guys. So this ignorant statement to me just proves how people don't understand football. That never played it, never coached it, don't want to know it, and they're just gonna say things whether they get clicks because it's working. Uh, they say and it's one of the things where you say it and then you go, "Oh, I should have never have said that." This just boils everything, part of my being, for this statement. Like, I've never even seen a LeBron statement probably make me this more irritated. Offensive linemen should probably rain the wrath of God, bring all hell onto this, to these people. And I hope next week or whenever they start their show up on Monday, whenever, whenever this podcast, my episode comes out, they better, better apologize to all offensive linemen for the stupid statement that they just unleashed. Uh, short episode, I wanted to get that out there. Uh, make sure to subscribe and like on the YouTube channel. Rate it on Apple and iTunes. Follow me at Coach underscore Steve72. Check out all the affiliates in the description below. Um, thank you guys for watching and for listening. Please do never watch their Maggie and Perloff show. Don't even watch it. After an ignorant statement like that, don't ever watch an ignorant statement ever from a sports show like that. So thank you guys. This is Coach Steve. We will see you next time.